This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. So, I um, I actually found myself very surprised that I did not hate a certain book. I found the surprise that I didn't hate two books. Um, you know, out of the seven books that I read, one of them I stopped reading, and two of them I didn't think I was going to make it through, but I really enjoyed them. So it might be the same books. Okay. Um, the first one I almost didn't even read because I I'm just I'm done with the book. But I read this issue of Green Lanterns. Yeah, that's the book. That's the second book I I thought we were talking about. Yeah, a different book, the first one. But yes, I quite enjoyed this one, which is ironic because this is the second the se- issue that we really that we really enjoyed, and they weren't even that, in it. Yep, I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> that how how sad is it that? the best two issues of the Green Lanterns series did not have the Green Lanterns in them at all. Exactly. Yep. Well, I mean, this one had Green Lanterns, but not, not the Green Lanterns that the book is titled after. <laughs> right. Correct. But, yeah, I I was going to skip this. And then um, I saw Mike Myers tweeting about how much he liked it mm-hmm. and how it's a great book if you like Volthoom. And I was like, you know what? What the hell? I'll give it one last chance. And of course, it suckered me in because I know in two weeks the issue is going to suck when the Green Lanterns are back in it. Right. But for now, uh, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying this one. Yeah, I I really dug it. <laughs> I really did. Um, I like the whole thing of the whole backstory on Vothum. Yeah. Yep. And how uh, I don't it, it was more um like when we first got introduced or okay, not when we when we first got introduced to him, but say when I first got introduced to him because I hadn't seen him okay. before. So like the whole time I was like, okay, what's this dude's backstory? Why is he being such a dick? Or you know, is he just crazy? What's going on? Right. And then this one, you kind of sympathize with him a little bit because yeah. he just wants to die. Yeah. But he can't because he's like the living color spectrum, basically, right? Sort of. Um, yeah. Yeah, sort of. I mean, they they basically used him to make the lanterns. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah, that, well, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. he was the, the source right, right, right. of the... Yeah. So all that really intrigued me. Just like when we had, um, what's his name, Frank? Yep, Leminski. Leminski, yeah. Yeah. So if, if he could write single-character <laughs> issues... Yeah. Then what the hell's going on? Why can't he write Simon and Jessica like that? It, I'm wondering if he has a better time writing, not not necessarily bad guys, but like, I, I mean, bad guys, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, I guess 
I mean, I, I like the Jessica-centric issue that we had a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. You right. know, her anxiety one. And I thought, okay, if we if we rank those three, because those are basically the only single character issues that we've had so far. Right. Um, I'm going to have to, for me personally, I'm going to have to put Frank's number one and then Jessica's number two and then this one number three. Just because, and, and I guess that's not really fair on any of the three issues. Right. But but they were character-centric, and I thought that the Jessica one was a shot in the arm that, first, the Frank one was the shot in the arm that the whole series needed. Yeah, oh, exactly, because it, it was totally out of nowhere. Right. That all of a sudden, <laughs> like, this very formulaic book mm-hmm. completely broke mold and, you know, was, like, very, very good for an, ep- an issue. Mm-hmm. But I, and then, and then like the Jessica one, I think that seeing it, that issue was very centric for her. Minus, she didn't sound like a whiny person like she had been. Okay. So like for me, that like if if he wrote them going forward like that issue then that would be the second breakout issue that gave me hope again for the book right and then this one you know it's like almost like every six issues i know it wasn't six issues between those three but it's like every six issues or i mean three issues or whatever huh it almost could have been because this is the what is this this is 18 yeah. So it was maybe. towards the beginning was the Frank one and then I was, it was thinking it was the at Frank least like was... four or five issues ago. Yeah. That was the the Jessica one because we had the two with terrible ones with Batman. Yeah, that was when I was recording in the wind wind tunnel. Yeah. That everybody was mad about. It's probably better that way because it, yeah. there were there were not many good comics that week. Yeah. <laughs> but hey <laughs> Rob Rob Krieger cited with me, so Well, you know. I guess you're all crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I I agree with you a lot. That I, I mean, I would flip this one in the Jessica episode issue, whatever, um, <laughs> for me. That I I think the Frank one I think was my favorite, but I I like this one a lot as well. Um, you know, seeing his his struggle. <clears throat> um, you know, basically, he's from a dying planet, and he wants to save his planet, and he's a brilliant scientist, and he's traveling through the multiverse trying to find scientists to help him. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. it, like like so many great villain stories, mm-hmm. it starts off, you know, as a semi-hero that, you know, just declines, and he spends... What ten billion years sitting trapped in the box? Yeah, uh, it's billions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ten billion years, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, and and I liked how they chronically how he went through his mindset. Like after the first billion years, this is what I felt, you yeah. know. And after two, and then after five, and so on. Yeah, I mean that this issue it was done very very well. 
that I, I mean, it, it really dug into the character a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it just, it bothers me that he can write like this, but also writes like the worst Batman I've ever read. And just like, oh man. You yeah. Know, I, like every yeah. couple issues, I'm like, I'm totally done with this series. And then he does this and I'm like, God damn it. I got to read the next one. Yeah, exactly. Um, Do you want, what was the, what, uh, what was the ahead. other one you were very surprised by? Was it the one that I told you to read? Uh-huh. Yep. Which would be Green, Green Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one that I was like, I've been really on the fence with this one, that it's almost to the point where I'm just going to give up. But then I read this, and, you know, when you're messaging me, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to read this. I was like, no, 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 just, <laughs> just just read this issue, because it's the best issue of the series. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think there's been some benchmark issues, like what we said with Green Lanterns, but uh, honestly, though, the difference but is not. Yeah, with Green Lanterns, I mm-hmm. can remember mm-hmm. the the Frank issue, the Jessica. This one, I don't remember anything. Yep, I, I exactly. cannot remember any good issue of this series. I mean, there was the whole thing with the boat. Then there was the thing underwater mm-hmm. in the tunnel on the train, but that I don't remember, <laughs> you know, this, this has been such a non memorable green Arrow run. run. <laughs> yep. Yep. I agree. But again, this issue, it's, you know, Roy Harper centric. Mm-hmm. It gives you, you know, it, it brings him into rebirth, I guess. Oh no, he was in, uh, no, Titans. he's in Titans. Yeah. But, um, it brings him into Ollie's rebirth right. world. Right. 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 Yeah. But it's it's good. I I liked how they did it. You know, I I actually there were a few books there's, uh, that did a lot of like flashback type stuff mm-hmm. that I thought did it really really well this week. Yeah, and, and it seemed like that was the theme this week. Really, was yeah. was touching the flashbacks. Yeah, from true. the books that that I read, except for maybe one, and that was the one that you didn't you hadn't read. That right. you're trade waiting for or whatever, but but yeah, this one, I mean, I'm always a Roy Harper fan, anyways. Yep. So then to actually see the side of Roy, and then um, how pissed off he is when Green Arrow actually shows up in the last two pages. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kinda... I liked I liked how they sort of introduced the two of them. Mm-hmm. At the start, you know, where Roy just kind of pickpockets him, mm-hmm. and then sort of just lives in the mall. <laughs> so is that like a retcon of Roy's past? Um, without retconning it, because they, I mean, he talked about having dr- uh, you know, being a druggie and stuff, a junkie. Yeah, I mean. So is it like a happy marriage for all of his I, I'm origin honest, stories? I don't remember exactly where the two of them met i think um i want to say his father was um no i don't know it wasn't his father he was raised by like the medicine man or you know in the navajo or whatever indian Mm -hmm. tribe i'm forgetting and um i know after 
I'm trying to think. I think his father might have been like a like a forest ranger or something. And that okay. when he died, he was kind of adopted by the the Native Americans. And then mm-hmm. I think after I don't remember what the guy's name is. I, w- I want to say it was something like Brave Bow or something like that. Okay. After he died, Oliver kind of adopted him and took him on as his sidekick. But I, I don't remember. I, I don't really remember how they met. Okay. You know, I'm sure someone will message us like Daryl or Mike or someone. Yeah. No, I, I thought it was great. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I know some people would be mad because they were or maybe are retconning part of it. But yeah, right. like the key benchmark parts of the character are still in there. Yeah, I like, mean, they like you said, the they mention the junkie you know, part, they mention everything else, that it's... The rebellious part. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And and another part that I thought was great was, it was his idea the whole time was to trick arrows. Right. You know, and Ollie was totally against it. Yeah, that I like the scene when they're, when they're going over the trick arrows. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's like how am I supposed to even figure this out? He goes, come on, it's, they all have different fletchings that you should just be able to feel. <laughs> yeah. And, and both of these books, like both green books, you were actually pulled into the story and I could feel for each character. Yep. Like, like Balthum with, and green lanterns. And then with Roy with this one. Right. And I think that was key for me liking them because they weren't just one-off reads or, you know, quick reads or whatever. I was actually pulled into the actual story. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, I've, I've always enjoyed Roy Harper, I, you know, Volthum. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not – yeah, I mean, he hasn't been as – I mean, like, Roy Harper's just been in lots of books I've read. Volthum has not. Right. But, right. Yeah, I understand. I, you know – like like you're saying, they they did a really good job getting you to feel for the characters, mm-hmm. and you know, like I, like I said before, the best bad guys are the ones you know, like the flawed hero kind of that that you can relate to, and you mm-hmm. know, you like you see what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. and you get it, and it's just you know everything he does is wrong, but he means well. Right, you know, and it's sort of Roy Harper is is not at that level, but it's sort of the same. You know, he's he's going to do. You know, he's going to the the reservation mm-hmm. to help. You know, even though his people, you know, I guess his you know semi brother, adopted right. brother, right? You know, pretty much kicked him out after he yeah. killed his father, which I, I I don't remember him doing that. In the original comics, that might be new, right. Right. but I mean, obviously, it's you know he feels so strongly for the cause, even though he's completely not welcome there. Right. It's like one of those things where, uh, well, that old saying is, "You can never go, go home again." Right. But like, but I mean, especially if you kill your dad. <laughs> well, yeah, and and it could be he always was an outsider because he's Caucasian too. Right. So it might have been an accidental death or a sacrifice for Roy that 
is twisted too. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> definitely like this book this week. Yeah. The, um, the other one with the flashbacks, I thought that were done really well was Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue though, I, this issue was real hit or miss for me. I, okay. I really, really, really liked Bruce Wayne and Bane's parallel histories. Right. Seeing seeing all the flashbacks of the two of them growing up mm-hmm. and how their lives were, I mean, could not get more <laughs> more opposite. Right. You know? Um, right, yeah. That, I thought, that was done fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't care much for Batman and Bane's altercation in the present day. Really? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was the way it was paced with the whole thing. Like, I, I mean, I really, really enjoyed all the flashback stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, maybe it was... I, some of some of the art in this was like almost Liefeldian. Really, with, with Batman's wow. anatomy to me, like when I, you know, some of it his, I don't know, his proportions are just odd. <clears throat> but to bring up Liefeld, that's like <laughs> that's almost like JRJR territory right there. No, I no, but I mean, like you know that Captain America picture everyone makes fun of. Yeah, there, I know. There were saying. there were a couple po- like a couple panels in this where I, either Batman where or Bane, he was misproportioned. Yeah, it was just like the way they were turned looked un like unnatural. Yeah, yeah, I understand. My well, uh, um, I liked it. I I loved everything. Like you said, we had two total opposites. Like complete offsets like you had the silver spoon kid and then you had the kid from the gutters like literally right yeah yeah i mean he's born but, and raised in prison yeah so like the altercation the only thing i didn't like was batman had the plan all along right right for a cat to get them out yep so why do you have to get your ass pummeled and beat you know i mean uh, dodge and weave man well (laughs) if you're just wasting time you know you don't have to take a punch to the face (laughs) because i I mean it's not deathstroke that he's fighting you know what i mean it's bane and i'm not saying that bane's not a good fighter i'm just saying you know you don't have to get your ass beat and not you know hit punching back like you're rocky and waiting for him to tire out. But I mean, he did need to cause a long enough distraction. So what better way to let to do that than to let Bane just pummel the ever living crap out of you? That's what I'm saying. Dodge and weave, dude. No, but eventually, if he did that, Bane would just be like, "All right, I'll fight some other time and leave." Do you really think so? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> You're trying to play devil's advocate, but it's not working. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you, but I mean, I mean that, and that's nitpicking at it too. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe it's not Batman esque for him to dodge many times or whatever, but there's a couple, at least six overhead haymakers that Bane just 
connected like crazy. And I'm like, you know, and then there's a, a couple panels where Batman fights back. And then like one where Bane um, uh, swings and misses. And I'm like, damn, dude, you just got pummeled six times. And then you put up an offense. And then now you're going to dodge and weave now that. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it was just playing into his psyche, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, I did like flashback episodes. I did like um, there's a couple of things that I did really like, like you said, that mirrored each other. Yeah. There's a, um, even the different play on the words. You know, like Alfred was saying, um, saying something, and then the guard was saying something else that basically kind of meant the same, but it was harsher. Yeah. You know, it's always all about the approach. Yeah, and then when, uh, I think one of those was when Bruce was by his parents, and um, who was it? Gordon was like, "Oh, you know, yeah. come away. You don't need to see this or whatever." Yeah, right. And like in the Bane thing, it's like, "Oh, you know, who cares? What did he say?" Um, yeah, it happens. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, here it is. It's more That's or less not her. I mean, she in a non-Disney way, it's like it's the circle. Don't forget, yeah. In, you know, and then the other one. What do you need to look at that for? Anyway, you won't be here long. <laughs> yeah, know, right. These, these things happen. No one lives forever. <laughs> yeah, right. Kind of like in the non-Disney way, it's the circle of life. Yeah, in there. Yeah, but I mean, I, I without like, Elton John singing to us. I I also liked how you know the two of them were, you know, both sort of you know talking to their mothers. Mm-hmm. You know through. <laughs> Yeah. Through things. Yeah, they were. It, it was a way for them to push through what they were feeling and talking to, quote unquote, their mom. Yeah, but you know, again, it's you know the parallels with you have Bruce sitting in this you know antique comfortable chair, and yeah. Bane is sitting in the you know on the floor in a prison cell in the dark. Right. Which I mean, if you want to be realistic about it, that's borderline batshit crazy. No pun intended. Right, that you're working out and you're like outwardly talking to somebody that's not there. Yeah, I mean, also grabbing dead fish and just eating them raw. Well, I mean, that might be a way of life there in right. the Dominican Republic uh, prison there, or wherever it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's the Santa Clarita or whatever it is. Yeah, <clears throat> but no, overall. I, Overall, um, and again, I haven't been up in arms like a lot of people have been, you know. So, and we did get confirmation that she did break his back. Right. Right? I think Which, so. Well, no, I'm saying she did say, remember oh, yeah. when, I, when I broke your back, or I left you with your broken back. Yep. Which was a kind of a debate whether it was a crack of, you know, right or whatever. But so that was pretty cool that, you know, that loose end was tied up. Right. Which uh, I don't know how I feel about that now because I don't, it didn't appear that she hit him with so much force that, to break his back, but, you know, whatever. Because, I mean, he's a big, muscular dude, right? Right, but he also didn't have all the venom. Okay, but let me put this in an analogy. It's like Brock Lesnar is Bane. Okay. 
right? And then you have ScarJo come up and karate kick him in the back. She's not going to break his back. I don't know. She's like a super spy in that movie. <laughs> okay. Was it Lucy or whatever? Yeah. See? She... And, and she's Black the ghost Widow. in the shell too, right? Black Widow could break his back. I don't know. <laughs> but that's just me nitpicking again. But yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we can talk about positive stuff because we live in a world where people bitch about every little thing. So I don't want to bitch about it. I'm just saying that that was like one of the uncharacteristic things that I, that like had me scratching the top of my head. Like, really? Right. But then again, it's Catwoman again. So it's kind of like what you're saying with Black Widow, you know, she's going to know where to kick at and the angle and the velocity and everything. So, right. Which I guess I just talked myself into making it more plausible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when you have this idea in your head and then yeah. you talk to yourself about it and you end up proving it wrong? <laughs> yeah, but usually we're not recording and people are listening to it. <laughs> but I mean, like, like yeah. you said, I, I've, I haven't disliked this series like some people have been saying. There, mm-hmm. there have been a couple issues that I didn't, I, I wasn't too hot on, but mm-hmm. overall I've been enjoying it a lot. And you know, I mean, like you said, the even the nitpicky stuff that was going on in this, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I still, I mean, the for me, the flashback, the parallel flashbacks, more than mm-hmm. made up for anything else in the book that I was like kind of meh on. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And I think for me, this is my number two of the week. Hmm. It might have. I mean, it might have to hmm? be by default for me. <laughs> well, I mean, and then my number three, you you didn't read, but it's the last part of the uh, Death of Hawkman. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting yeah. for the collection of that. That that whole series is phenomenal, dude. The art, the everything. I love that book. And I think the only reason that it's number three on my list is because I'm sad it's the last issue. Right. So, you know, it's got to end, so you're going to the bottom of my list. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, yeah, that whole thing has been great, and it's actually left a good cliffhanger at the end. So, Oh, cool. So there's a possibility of more? A possibility of the characters. Right. More. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I really haven't read any of, of like that series of books. I, I mean, I've been reading the Midnighter and Apollo. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't finished the, that well, one The one-shot or the miniseries? Is, yeah. Yeah. That one, I because yeah, you didn't read Dead Man either, right? No, I didn't read Dead Man. Um, what was the other one? Is that which, honestly, knowing you, I'm not too sure you'd be hip on Dead Man. I, I that's why I haven't been reading it. Because I mean, look, you didn't honest, like mi- you didn't like um, <sighs> the Valiant one. Oh yeah, Doctor Mirage. Doctor Mirage, yeah. So, which it's kind of kind of in the same vein. So, I don't really see you liking this one either. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not that I didn't like Doctor Mirage. It's 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 done well, but it's just not my cup of tea. Right. Yeah. Which I think I think this set um, the Dead Man series miniseries will be in that same element. Like the yeah, art's right. great, 
and the story's there, but it just won't be your cup of tea that you find compelling, right. I don't think. <clears throat> yeah. But know, there is there is one book that I was curious to talk to you about. Uh-oh. To see what your reaction was. Was it Cyborg? Because I didn't read Cyborg. <laughs> Damn it. No. Um, <laughs> actually, it was Nightwing. Night. Ooh. Okay. What um, What did you think about it? I didn't read it. Shut up. No. You read it. Yeah, I did read it. I liked it a lot. Um, I have always liked um, Dick and Damien's relationship. Yes. We know that you and Martin have always liked Dick. Yeah. Thank you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You just said that. The soundbite. I mean, come on. Whatever. But yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, And 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 before you go on, before we get away from that, that's one thing that I loved about this is that's more of the sprinkle of the past that isn't erased. Yeah. That they played on was him being Batman and Robin. Yep. And the fact that they they had their Batmobile, which yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. 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 And he's like, did you steal that? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like, it's funny, like in, in Teen Titans, I, I mean, this, this book again, it's continuing the, the run of Rebirth books where characters are better not in their own titles. I thought, I like this issue. I think was the perfect Damien issue. The Damien sounded like Damien, or yeah. Damien felt like Damien. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, it's it's he's not bad in in Super Sons or in in Teen Titans, but mm-hmm. this issue was the, you know, the sort of obnoxious know-it-all kid that also just wants to help. Yeah. The, and see, that's funny you say that because I was trying to think of the last time that I felt that Damien felt and sounded like Damien was in the Christmas annual with a story where he got the toy for Jonathan. Right. Yeah. But all, the, all other, there's been like hit or misses to where Damien hasn't really felt like Damien to me. Yeah. I, but I'm trying to remember. I think the last Teen Titans issue... It it got much much better for me, but yeah, I agree. It's been it's been a while <laughs> that Damien has has been the character I've really liked. Because and, I think it, even the the first Teen Titans one, it was kind of there was sometimes he felt and sounded like himself, and then other times it was like total disconnect for me. Yeah. yeah. But is Dick might be a daddy? Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, you said last week that you loved that relationship. Yeah, and then they had to go ruin it with a pregnancy scare. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not affected by it. No, I know. Um right? Well, the th- the thing I like about that is I, I mean I-, I can't even figure out how long exactly the two of them have been together. Because in the last issue, they were kind of jumping ahead in time, right? Mm-hmm. That it was, you know, covering a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in this, I mean, I think adding the possibility of a baby 
makes him even more desperate to find her. Yeah. You know, I mean, not, not like he wouldn't be anyway. Right. But it, it adds that extra urgency, I guess. Yep. That, um, I, you know, I am very much looking forward to seeing where it goes. Um, I think seeing Nightwing and Robin together again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is, is fantastic. Um, you know, and like I was saying that this Damien where he shows up and, you know, he's like not confrontational, but I mean, he is <laughs> and yeah. Dick is just like, not now I got something. He goes, right. meet, meet me in an hour at my apartment. And he's just like, you know, and then he shows up at her place mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just followed you because <laughs> I don't know this place. Right. But I thought. You know, it's it's the the kid brother that yeah. I that I just love. Yeah, I agree. I think that's exactly what it is. And it's like he can tell that he was pushing the buttons. Right. And then, you know, like Grayson, what are you doing? You know, he had that whole snobby voice. It's like Grayson, what are you doing on the floor? <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, Grayson, you idiot, when he picked up the pregnancy test. And it was just, you know, just spoiled 13-year-old brat ass just oozed out of that those pages Yeah. at that moment. Yeah, I mean, I, if, I, if I did have a complaint about the issue, it's the mm-hmm. whole, whatever they, they called the Twitter thing, chirper. Chirper, yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't like that part, but I mean, whatever it it was how he sort of was like, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I got to go see him because they're right. like, everyone's like, um, yeah, if Batman ever retires, I think that Nightwing needs yeah. to be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. But I can totally see him being pissed off about it too, though. But, but do you see Damien as a kid who's going to be sitting on the internet? Oh, true. That, well, he was the kid that really wanted that console at Christmas. Yeah, that that kind of bothered me, too. And him and Jonathan had played yeah, console games, you know. So I think that's part of, the, of Damien's growth as a character. As when we first met him, you know, way right. back when... He was all serious business and yeah, when wasn't he had a thirteen-year-old. He was outside, sword fighting bushes and trees. <laughs> yeah, and so now it's him and his like perfect struggle of trying to be a kid and and trying to be the best assassin or whatever he can be. Yeah, I, mean, I guess he, not. Assassin's probably not the right word, but well, I mean, he he thinks he's more grown up than he is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy this one a lot. Yep. So is this your, so would this be your number two or number three or number one? This would probably be, being, hmm, I would probably say this is my number two. Okay. Because this would be about like my three B, I think. Okay. Just Four. because, <clears throat> huh? No, no, go on. No, I was just saying, just because I think Batman is number two and then, 
Death Hawkman's number three, and then this one would be three B. The um before I get to my favorite of the week, which I think also might be your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this issue of Aquaman mm-hmm. was. Don't say it. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna say it was mediocre. Um. No, I don't think it was mediocre. I just don't think it was as good as as it's been. That's because you're a heartless bastard. No, I, I mean, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I think it was done well. I, I, I liked the story, but I mean, this arc... I don't know. It The bar was set pretty high from issues like 4 to 14 or 15 or whatever it was. Liar. It's just a set from number one. No, I'm not lying. You are totally insane. Um, you know, like the it, it was for a while. It was running on such a high level that every issue was just like, you know, for me it was better than the one before it. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, like this this arc feels a little like a step backwards. Okay. But I mean, it's it's still good. I still. I would probably put this as my fourth book this week. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, no, because I like Nightwing, Batman, and another one more. But I, I, I mean, I liked it a lot, but I, it just isn't, you know, like the, the heart pounding, you know, spy intrigue thriller that it was. Well, I'm going to happily disagree with you. I liked it. And I, re- I really liked it because I think it it was right in Aquaman's character. Okay. Um, of trying to help someone that wanted to hurt him, even if it wasn't the smartest idea. Right. Because we saw last, you know, this whole series that his ideas really weren't smart, but he, but he was strategizing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. He knew that, um, what was his name? Warhead, right? Yeah. Wasn't himself or couldn't control some things. So, and to, and to reach out and help him or try to help him, you know, and try to talk sense into him because he knew that the real person was in there, I thought was right there in Arthur's character. And I thought that shined pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The art, the art faltered for me in some spots, but yeah, the, I I don't know what it was like. The, like you said, this issue, half of it looked great, and half of it was just like, oh, we got to turn in the pages. Yeah, it, it and it, it was jarring too. Like you'd turn a page, and then it was like, wow, what the hell? Am I in a flashback? Or you know, because usually that's kind of like when the artist changes or when they have. Yeah, or whatever, but it just seemed like. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was one. one it was all artist. one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Pen, yeah. But I, I was just saying, like maybe they changed the tone because it was a flashback, or you know, showing something else, or maybe. in his mind, I, I or think whatever. The, the flashback stuff was the best the art looked. Yeah, agreed. You know, there. I'm trying to think. There was the one page. Um, I'm trying to find it, where it was like the blue. Um, the, all the blue panels with Aquaman mm-hmm. 
you know, with like all the people's, I guess, thoughts or whatever. Yes. I thought that. Like they were going, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really well done page. Yeah. It, in a way, it sort of reminded me of um, the Harbinger 1 cover with Peter walking down the street and all the thought bubbles. Right. But. And, and I like that they threw that in there too because that was seeds that they planted from like 1 and 2. Yep. yep. Um, that, you know, he went from being the ass end of a joke to now people are fearing him. And he and that's not what he wanted at all. So right, I thought great. Yeah, yeah, and I I did also. <laughs> the other part I really thought was good in this was um, when he's in the room with Warhead, mm-hmm. and he's shouting at him, and like the the guys outside are trying to break into the room, hearing, you know, him saying something <laughs> about a Warhead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what right. does he say? Get in there. Yeah. And now, for the best book of the week. I don't know what Harley Quinn. About. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I read I Harley Quinn last week. Did you? Because no, I didn't read that garbage. Not. Yeah, I did not. Oh, before, <laughs> before we get to the good one, did you read Justice League? I did not. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't either. I, I've been... It, I tried to. Yep. Yeah, but I don't think I was in the right mindset too. So instead of saying it's garbage without even giving it a fair shake, um, I'll say it's garbage I, without giving it a fair shake. Well, I, that's fine. I, but, I started reading it and I was kind of falling asleep. Like I was reading it in bed the other night, and I could not keep my eyes open. And I, I have honestly, I have no idea what I read, and I have no idea. I mean, I, I I made it about three or four pages in before I was just like, you know what? Uh, obviously, this book isn't going to keep my interest because I'm passing out as I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to go back to it. I just never did. And, you know, the way the series has gone, I just I don't really care. And uh, well, kind of makes I intend sad. on reading it, so I might give my thoughts next week. But All right. If it's good, let me know and maybe I'll read it. I will. There's a lot of DC books this week, so I don't know. Yeah. So, that's all, right? Mm -mm, Nope. We got to talk about the best book of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of the brand new issue of Faith? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't read it. Yeah. Just like so. No, uh, yeah. So Superman. Yeah. This book, this book was good. Yes. Um, and and it it pissed me off at the same time. Yes. It's um, all about the feels. Yeah, yeah. One thing. I mean, you know, you're a dad. I'm a dad. Yeah. The one thing that I guess panics you the most is when you literally can't do anything to help your child. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I couldn't even imagine seeing my kid sort of on erasure fire. <laughs> yeah. Marty and, McFly style. And every time I went to grab him, he just kind of disappeared and showed up somewhere else. Yeah. You know, yeah. I. And the uh, emotion on Superman and Lois's face. Yep. And the tears and uh, this. 
the book was amazing. Yeah, I really liked it. My, I I thought for the first part of this storyline, because mm-hmm. this is like the big cross Superman crossover. Yeah, right. Um, I don't even know what it's called. Reborn. Superman Maybe. Reborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it said everything. Like this is what a first issue of, of a story should be. Yes. That. It didn't have like th- there was nothing pointless, you know. That really isn't going to have anything to do with the story later. Right. Everything set it up great. I mean, you have Tim yelling at Oz that you know someone's got out, and you have the whole thing with Clark dropping off the book and then disappearing, and then. You know, them looking through the book and trying to figure out what it is. And then the whole thing with, you know, with the fires. And then, you know, finally with Jonathan disappearing. You know, I mean, this, mm-hmm. I I cannot wait until, until I guess, action on Wednesday. Because yeah. it, it, it really hooked me into this storyline. Yeah. And you know what? When Clark showed up at the door with that family photo album. Mm-hmm. My first reaction was like, you son of a bitch, Clark. <laughs> because I knew if it had those family photos in it, that we were going to go back to the future style and start erasing things. <laughs> and sure enough, that's what we did. And But the emotional roller coaster was right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also, I liked, um, you know, Clark sees crypto. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, he's like, oh, it's me. And Crypto is still just going, like, completely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the yeah. And, and each, uh, and each I almost pulled a you and said episode, but each issue where Creepy Clark comes in mm-hmm. has been more compelling and compelling and compelling. Yep. Yeah. I I agree completely. And, and I mean also, you know, like there's the the page where you know, where the the house is sort of on fire at first. Mhm. And it's just, you know, Jonathan standing there. Right. And he's like, uh, what does he say? I'm scared, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Mhm. And it's just like a typical he doesn't he doesn't hurt like regular kids. Right. But I mean it's just a typical, you know, ten, eleven year old kid reaction to something. Right. You know, like this this was done so well. That it, I mean once again, Superman just Tomasi is just knocking it out of the park with this book. I totally agree. Like and like I said, like Nick says, it's the feels of this book because you feel the angst of it, you feel the anger, you feel there really isn't joy but you feel the bewilderment when they get the book yeah you feel the creepy assness when you know clark's even talking to crypto yeah or being creepy clark so yeah and i'm wondering the the book that that he has that he Mm -hmm. gave them Mm -hmm. is that his photo album uh i I assumed so. 
or actually I took it like it was their photo album from um, pre-52. Okay. And he had it. Because then um if it was if it was Clark's then it wouldn't start disappearing. It well, was you know it might it, because it, Clark keeps disappearing. Well, yeah, but he's actually like uh, Superman said pre fifty pre fifty two Superman said that you know he's taking our history away from us right. So I assume that it was their family photo album that they left behind pre fifty two right. And how he has it, no clue. Has to be Mr. Oz. Witchcraft. I mean, <laughs> which, I mean, could be too, right? Because you know he's there and then yeah. and he's gone the next and Superman um, is weak to magic, so could be a mystical element. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This true. book's so good, and like you said, I can't wait for two more days and yeah, I know. pick up like, action. Uh, I, I'm so glad again that they have the biweekly schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for a crossover. You know, like with with Night of the Monster Men, instead of waiting, you know, two three months to get the whole story, you had it all in six weeks. Yeah, you know, it's going to be the same thing with this that it just it yeah. comes <laughs> super fast. And, you know, I kind of like this to where it's like a character event, kind of like what Marvel did with Spider-Man, you know, Okay. or how X-Men used to have, have X-Men only events. Right. Because uh, I, I like this because, you know, the Bat family and Batman had their crossover event and just their books. And then, you know, Superman now has, I mean, it's just two books, right? Yeah. It's just Superman in action, so I'm digging that a lot more. Yeah, I mean, at, at the same time, it could go the other way and be sort of like what the Green Lantern books became, where right, well, yeah, I mean, pretty yeah. much, I would say eighty percent of the New Fifty Two run of Green mm-hmm. Lanterns, you know, all of the books, it was just event, 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 and like it never, it never gave it time to breathe, even though it was. You know, just Green Lantern centric stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't mean for us to like have event after event after event, but right. I I like that. Yeah, I I agree. I like the the sort of self contained. <laughs> now that know. the books are established, we can have an event. Yeah. You know, because like when this was first announced, what three months ago, or when we found out about it, like what three months ago. Something like we that. were both we were both like wow is, yeah. they're already doing an event but I mean if the books are established then why not right I mean that's the same thing I said with the Night of the Monster Men I was like isn't it a little too early to do right. you know like a three book crossover right you know like I mean especially you know when one of the books hasn't really found its footing at the time mm-hmm. but I mean Superman and Action are both two of the best so yep yep agreed. You know, and I, I guess Tomasi and Gleason are, they're both writing it, the whole thing together. I think so. I think, yep. yeah, so. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down for more. Me so, too. Yeah. I up, can't wait. Up until it gets ruined in action when they're just like, and now here 
episode, issue, what is it, 975 is a <laughs> 40 page story about steel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, uh, it's very good. That's definitely my top book of the week. Yep, definitely, hands down. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, you got anything else? I do not. I'm going to go eat some tacos, and then tomorrow I'm going to have an Uber clown bring me a taco bagel. <laughs> That's the best. How amazing <laughs> would that be if one of your kids dressed up as a clown and brought you a taco bagel? I would think it's funny as hell. My wife, on the other hand, probably would not. <laughs> I get a message your son on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he hates clowns, too, so that one would, wouldn't do it. Oh, really? Oh, well. Yeah. I don't, even even I don't if I did it, it's like, like doink like the clown? Oh, uh, well, maybe. If you said dress up like Dwight the Clown, that might be. <laughs> and just hand your dad a taco bagel on a styrofoam plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let's not get uh, off on that tangent again. Yeah, let's don't. <laughs> well, you have been listening to Rebirthically, I think, episode 39, we said. Yep, 39. Um, we are the longest running DC podcast on the Nerdy Legion. Yeah, that is correct. Um, if you would like to tweet at us or chirp at us, you can <laughs> you can hit us up. I am at Aaron S. Bell. Ronnie is at Ronbar316. The show is at NL Rebirthically. You can email the show, uh, rebirthically at gmail.com. And uh, look I gotta go our... eat tacos and that's it. Yeah, I was no. gonna say, look for our Uber taco clown endeavor in the future <laughs> hashtown hashtown wow <laughs> hashtag uber clown yeah ta- bagel tacos 